When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Tell Me About Your Mother's special midterms episode. Today we're talking to Jenny Kaplan, co-founder and CEO of the Wonder Media Network and host of the podcast Women Belong in the House. Jenny's first episode focused on her own mom, Kathy Manning, who was running for Congress in North Carolina. Unfortunately, Jenny's mom did not win, but lots of other women did. For the first time in U.S. history, we elected more than 100 women to the House of Representatives. Still not equal representation, but we're getting there. And despite Kathy's loss, her story and Jenny's is fantastic and inspiring. I think you'll agree. This episode of Tell Me About Your Mother is sponsored in part by Lola, the new monthly subscription service for organic and non-toxic feminine products, including tampons, pads, and cleansing wipes. I think this product is awesome. The ingredients in feminine products are often hidden due to a weird twist of FDA oversight or lack thereof. And that brings me to perhaps the greatest interview quote I've ever gotten from Alexandra Scranton, Director of Research for Women's Voices for the Earth, a great nonprofit that has also advocated for years for better ingredients and more disclosures in these and other women's products. She was talking about meeting regularly with the FDA, and she said, It sounds funny, but in a lot of ways... The people overseeing this stuff are a bunch of guys who are skeeved out by even the word vagina, which explains a lot. Anyway, we are not skeeved out by vaginas and neither is Lola. Lola products are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. Their customizable subscriptions mean you always have what you need on hand, and for every purchase, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. And right now, Tell Me About Your Mother listeners can get 40% off all subscriptions. Just go to mylola.com, that's M-Y-L-O-L-A dot com, and use the offer code TELLME at checkout. That's mylola.com and use the offer code TELLME for 40% off all subscriptions. Okay, now back to the show. From a really young age, I guess forever, because, you know, it's just how I grew up always. My parents both worked and I think I always just... I never questioned the fact that both of their careers were equally important and both of them worked an equal amount. And that was just sort of the way it was, which I only, I think, later (laughs) realized that that's obviously not necessarily how all people are raised um, with both parents' careers. Like, that's just how I grew up. So um, I think that in a lot of ways, I just always knew that my mom was sort of someone who did it all. (laughs) Like she, uh, both of my parents were always incredibly involved in the community where I grew up and incredibly involved in organizations all over the country, particularly in the Jewish community. And 
so that's just, I just really do believe that, you know, we have to work to make the world a better place and get back to our communities. And that's directly because that's sort of the example that my parents set forever. So for my mom, I just remember she always did everything. Like she was volunteering, she was working, she was home with us, um, you know, at night and and doing sort of all of the above. Um, we, as I talked about in the episode, <laughs> we both share a love for music and theater. And so I definitely have a lot of memories growing up of like my mom teaching us songs in harmony. <laughs> she, my sister and I both uh, really like to sing as well. My brother's less into it, although also good. <laughs> and um, she, my mom used to make like, she's the oldest of three girls in her family. And so it's sort of funny, like we all have the experience of basically like being, I think when she was younger, she used to set them up and make them uh, perform as well. <laughs> like the three of them would perform for for family events and things like that. So um, music was always a big a big deal and I just that's a lot of my memories are have to do with singing and music and uh, we went to the same summer camp that was an arts camp that we both really loved and so I have a lot of memories there Um, but it's hard to boil someone so integral to your life down to like a story. (laughs) Jenny has a great story about when she first realized that her mom was kind of a big deal. I think I had a moment where I realized like how cool she is <laughs> uh, or like how sh- she really is like quite a, a big deal of a person. Um, she was the first woman to chair the Jewish Federations of North America. And I obviously knew that fact, but I went to the they have a big meeting called the General Assembly and there were thousands of people there and you know, we were ushered up to one of the front rows and she spoke in front of, you know, thousands of people. And all of a sudden it was just like, whoa, this whole experience is just, she's not just my mom. She's like, all of these people know her and she's taking on this like crazy role without even batting an eye. (laughs) And I definitely had a moment where I was like, whoa, this is not how I normally think of my mom. Watching both her parents work and both have careers that mattered gave Jenny different impressions about what she could do or be when she grew up. It also impressed upon her that having a family and a big career were not mutually exclusive things. I think that it really influenced how I think about having a career and children. Uh, And just, I actually was talking to a friend of mine about this the other day. I just always assumed that I will always work. That, that I didn't necessarily, that I didn't really have to choose because that's how I grew up. And, you know, we were fortunate that both of my parents worked and they could afford to have, um, you know, people take care of us. So it's not like we were fending for ourselves. <laughs> and also they were home, you know, after work and all that kind of good stuff. But I know that that is certainly a privilege. But I just grew up always assuming that I would work all the time. And I remember in high school, I had a conversation with a bunch of my friends. And one of my best friends just said, like, oh, of course, yeah, when I have kids, I'll stop working. And I was really taken aback (laughs) because I was just like, why would you, won't you be bored? (laughs) Which is, I mean, 
there are many people who choose to do that and it's very rewarding. I don't mean to demean that decision. It's just that had never even like crossed my mind as something that I would do. So I think that seeing my mom as an example really shaped my perspective that I think I can do everything. <laughs> um, we share, I think, a a tendency to um, commit to a lot of things, <laughs> to be very, very busy. But, you know, they, they say if you want to get something done, give it to a busy person. So <laughs> I try to follow that. There were often times where, I mean, nobody can really do it all without worrying one way or another. And I think that it's it is scary and like sort of sad that it the balance is so much heavier, I think, on on women often than on men when you think about career and kids and all that kind of, you know, finding that balance. But I, I'm grateful for the fact that I grew up in an environment where I had an example of my mom doing both because starting from that as being normal makes it seem like, of course, there were times where I'm sure she felt guilty for not being at things or, uh, you know, either at work or at home. <laughs> but, um, but you know, at least I came from a place where I see that as not only possible, but normal. Jenny mentions in her episode of Women Belong in the House about her mom that they sometimes twin. You will be relieved to know this is not intentional. It's just a thing that happens sometimes because they're genuinely close and have similar tastes. The accidental twinning thing just happened again recently. And here's Jenny with that story. We have very similar taste in clothing. <laughs> when I'm thinking about gender, when I think about like what we like to wear, I know I mentioned that on the episode, but we do even more than we end up like wearing the same thing at the same time. We often go shopping and end up buying the same thing for each of us. <laughs> we we don't tend to twin on purpose, I would say. I think more often than not, we buy it's more about we like buying the same things although I did come home <laughs> I got home uh oh no I came home for the Jewish holidays and I brought back with me I got um in LA this jean jacket that has sort of like um not fur inside but like fleece inside I guess almost and was wearing it because it was sort of chilly and my mom was like did you go in my closet and take my jacket? And I was like, no, this is my jacket. And she was like, you've got to be kidding. We have the exact same jacket. Like on other opposite sides of the country, we bought the exact same jacket without realizing it at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's it's more of that than like, you know, buying things to match on purpose. It's It's accidental. <laughs> Jenny made this really cool point that I love about how each generation of women in her family and in general have had different opportunities seem available to them or not. Here she is with that. So thinking about like when my grandma was graduating from school, she from college, she her choices were either to or I guess when my grandmother got married her choices were either to be a teacher or a nurse. <laughs> and that was it. And so she was a teacher. And then to think about it, the next generation for my mom, she had many, many more options. But still, when she went to law school, when she went to college and then in law school, she was 
in the vast minority when it came to being a woman in the class. And then, you know, it's not even something I thought about in school. It's not even something I thought about for a minute what career I wanted to be in because of my gender. Okay, now I want to give you a little taste of Jenny's podcast, particularly the episode where she talks about her mom's campaign. Go listen to the rest and to all the other great episodes whenever you're in need of some inspiration. This is Women Belong in the House with Jenny Kaplan and her mom, Kathy Manning. Hi, and welcome to Women Belong in the House, a brand new podcast from a brand new media company. I'm your host, Jenny Kaplan, and I'm the co-founder of Wonder Media Network. I recently left my job as a reporter for Bloomberg News to start something new, and that's because it's been a really dark few years for people generally, and for women in particular. Just as the school day was ending, the shooting started. You're waking up to a government that is shut down. Game on here. A trade war between the United States and China is here. The government has separated 2,000 kids from their parents. Russia did meddle with our elections. Grab by the pussy. Now to the latest on Harvey Weinstein. It happened to me, too. It happened to me, too. But out of that darkness, there have come glimmers of a different kind of future. I'm determined to bring empathy and optimism to a bleak political news landscape. So I'm digging into stories of hope. The new day is on the horizon! Specifically, I'm looking at the record number of women who are running for the House of Representatives this November. This week, we're going to start with the candidate I feel confident in calling my favorite of all. Hello? Jenny Kaplan? Kachi Mignango, how's it going? You're very late, Mom. Okay, so first, can you just tell me your name, your title, you know, where you're running? My name is Kathy Manning. I'm running for Congress in North Carolina District 13. My mom and I have always had a lot in common. We often buy twinning outfits. We share a love of music and theater. And we both have a penchant for telling stories that last almost as long as the real event. It was her decision to run for office, her decision to step up and take action, that inspired me to shake up my life in order to share the stories of people trying to make the world better. There are a lot of people, and particularly women, who've made the decision that because our country is so off track and because we're in danger of losing our democracy, that we're willing to make that sacrifice. We're willing to take these slings and arrows that will be coming at us because the end hasn't yet been written. And we have to stand up and be part of that. Okay, we'll get back to that. But before we do, I think we need to look at the bigger picture. This year, a record number of women are running for office. It's incredibly exciting. That's it for this time. I hope you enjoyed Jenny and her mom's story as much as I did. Thanks. Tell Me About Your Mother is part of the Critical Frequency Network. It's produced by me, Amy Westervelt, and our music is by B. Beeman. Original illustrations for each episode are drawn by James Guthman. <laughs>